Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where Catholic truth is served fresh daily. We've made you a reservation in the luxurious corner booth, so come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzezemski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, and I'm joined by... uh, Am I joined or not? Yes or no? By Tom Dorian. Yes. And by Sam Ziggy Rodriguez. Present. Yes, right. Well, I'll see. There's You're always like, that guy. He's like Jesus. Like if you give him Jesus, is it A or B? Jesus is always it's C, right? So that's Sam Ziggy Rodriguez. So we we are going to do an interesting show today because uh, there's a devotion that I, I think a lot of people have heard many of the different titles of Our Lady, mm-hmm. right? And so the Blessed Mother has many, 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 many titles that she's known for because she has such a, a beautiful and wonderful role in the church uh, and in the life of salvation, uh, being the Mother of God, uh, being Jesus's, um, uh, I don't know, she's always there trumpeting him and leading everyone to him in so many different forms and fashions in so many different countries and uh, all these different lands and, 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 and all these different devotions that surround her. And there's one that's particularly interesting to me that I've heard about. And then Sam brought it up today and said, hey, we should do a show on this. And it's Our Lady Undoer of Knots. One of my favorites. And, and it's like, it's an interesting... N O T S. K N O T S. Yes. <laughs> like oh, un- undoer of knots. Like she's a, she's like a good somebody's doer. out there. I promise going undoer of knots. Does she say no all the time? Is that what's going on? Here? No, she changes those to yeses. Oh, yes, yeah. she yeah. turns there them into go. yeses. That's a that's a good one, and she really does. But that's a different kind of knot. We're talking yes. about the knots that we basically tie ourselves into. Right. Yeah, the obstacles to grace in our life. It can yeah. be any number of things. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and there's lots of them. And we, we, you stick your head out the... Be careful about this, but stick your your head out the window and look around in the world right now, and it's pretty uh, tragic. It's knotted up. It is severely knotted up. And, and so this particular devotion to Our Lady is one that uh, I think that would do us some, some good to, to talk about. Uh, and and offer a little window into it, see if folks might find some uh, solace there, and maybe a, an avenue to um, uh, lessen the naughtiness, as it were, <laughs> of their of their lives. Um, I, I will, I'll mention that um, it's a relatively new um, devotion in the church. Uh, so within the last couple of hundred years, <clears throat> really just in the last hundred years, but um, but the, the 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 concept is ancient. Yes, goes right. back to uh, Saint Irenaeus. That's yes. exactly right. So, if you're looking at uh, there was a there was a painting, and I wrote the guy's name down: Johann Melchior George Schmittner. Spell uh, it. Yes, and uh, <laughs> he he painted a, a, a is a it's a baroque painting. It's a beautiful painting of Our Lady, and she's basically there's an angel like handing her knotted up string, mm-hmm. a ribbon, and then she's like unknotting it and there's an angel on the other side holding the unknotted and it's like this is the, the process you it's know? my wallpaper on my phone actually oh so you actually yes it is yeah. i'm looking at it now beautiful that is that is neat i have checks mix on my, <laughs> on my no i don't have season um so uh yeah very good so that's uh, uh johan's picture mm-hmm. pa- uh, painting from 1700 which by the way if you want to go see it it's at the saint peter on perlock uh church or the perlock church in augsburg germany so it's there hanging. It's a pilgrimage 
uh, place. People are, are going there, I think, because people are increasingly realizing that they've got a lot of knots. Well, yes. Well, and I think one thing to, to say is a knot can be any number of things. It can be a, a sin that you, and this is in my experience as someone who practices the devotion, and it's become a, a very important part of my life. Sometimes there's those sins that you keep bringing into the confessional, and it's just it's just persistent, and it just stays there, and there's just this obstacle to grace in and your that's life. A, that's a knot. That's one. Yeah. That's one kind. Or it could be a relationship that's tied up in knots that is that is there, where there's obstacles of grace there. It could be uh, it's just uh, bad habits that you might have. It could also be old wounds and fears. Like the thing I love about this devotion, or one of many things that I love about this devotion, is the openness to how you define the knot in your life that you're trying to uh, seek her help in undoing. And if you think about just the whole concept of a knot, it's something that doesn't just go away. Right. And, and, and it actually, it doesn't have to be huge, but it, it can be huge, right? It can be a big knot, right? And it can be a big stopping point in your life uh, when you're, where you're, it, it stops the conduit of grace, right? You, you, it can be that uh, devastating in your life, but it could also be little things that, that just they're they're just constantly there and they just won't go away that end up all end up adding up to be big things mm-hmm. right but because it could be as simple as uh, as simple small as um, uh, casual uh, experiences and, and relationships and and like you mentioned family and and friends and things but brokenness in our world and certainly almost all of it you know tied to sin sinfulness right things just oh, yeah. things that that pull us away from God and and especially that repetitive stuff and I, I imagine if you were uh, there, I, I remember, you know, you tie your shoes. Of course, now, you know, everything's Velcro, right? We're raising our kids with Velcro. It's like, I don't know how to tie shoes. Um, but, you know, I remember, like, trying to tie shoes, and there would be knots in, in already in the string. And, and you you kind of deal with that. You just, I keep tying my shoe, but it's got that knot, and I have to remember that knot's there. Because if you don't do it right, then it's going to get knotted bigger, and then it's not going to untie, and then it's going to be a problem. You know, and it becomes a bigger and bigger issue. You know, funny story, I was actually talking to a friend of mine about this devotion, because I just really felt strongly that this was something that he was supposed to, uh, that God wanted to use in his life. And amid, during the course of this conversation, he pulls out of his pocket this, this ball of uh, sacramentals and medals that he could no longer wear around his neck because they had gotten so bound up oh. in knots he's, that they couldn't, they couldn't be used. And so he just walked around with them in his pocket because they were his favorite medals, his favorite scapulars. And I felt God challenge me in that moment and say, you know what? I think God wants to undo these knots in your life. And I sat there with him. And then eventually I had to say, I need to take this home. It took me about two or three hours, but I felt, I asked for her intercession to guide me to do this as a, as a, because I was like, Lord, if you're trying to make a point here, Mama, if you're trying to make a point here, help me undo this t- tangle of knots so I can show him that this thing that he's despaired about can yeah, be undone. Yeah, so that's a better example. My example would be the time I had to pull away the entertainment center and all the cables that were behind <laughs> there for like 10 years, you know, all gnarled up like spaghetti. That's, I, I, I have asked for Our Lady's intercession. Session. <laughs> <laughs> it is well. You should. And yes. by the way, it did work out. It did work out. We did get them all the knots. That out. is beautiful. Now, in my situation, though, it wasn't Our Lady Undoer of Knots that I was actually. I was Our Lady uh, Preventer of Curse Words. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so pray for us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I struggle there sometimes. So tell us, um, Sam, what you know about the, the the connection with Irenaeus, the Bishop of Lyon from the second century, late second century. Yes, and so the thing about Irenaeus is he he talks about uh, Mary as being the new Eve, 
and that uh, Eve, by her obedience, undoes undoes the knot of no, uh, you, no so, I'm sorry, Mary, by her obedience, I'm yes. sorry, undoes the knot of Eve's disobedience. Right. So Eve was disobedient, and then basically tied up grace for all times. I mean, just yes. essentially stopped everything. Right, and so then Mary, the new Eve, yes, un- undid it. Yes, yeah. So he talks about that way back in the the end of the second century. He was martyred in around 200 AD, uh, and so that's 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 a beautiful little writing we have from Saint Irenaeus, and and that's um, I think what inspired Johann Melchior George Schmittner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's S C H M I T T D N E R. Tom, to answer you. Wow. <laughs> well, it's on here in this piece of paper. Didn't expect the D in there. That's impressive. Oh, it's in there. That's pretty cool. It's a good German name. Um, and so... Yeah, Ja. You, yeah, ja, you, can, you can see... Ja, he's a very good painter. Yeah, so you can see that. Um, and so, uh, let's so let's talk about this particular uh, devotion. By the way, if anyone's interested in knowing more about this devotion, there's a couple... I mean, I didn't take, it doesn't take long to, to Google it, as everyone knows that you can do in this day and age. There's a couple of places I found that were interesting. One was um, uh, uh, theholyrosary.org is a website that I happened upon that had uh, a nine-day novena that you could pray. Uh, and that may be what uh, – do you have some That is exactly books, the one right? on there, yes. Right. And then there's also maryundoerofknots.com that had some historical stuff. Oh, cool. That will tell you a little bit about that. And apparently um, our friends at Wikipedia, who we don't know who they are, um, tell us that um, that when he was Archbishop of Buenos Aires, Jorge Bergoglio actually <laughs> brought that devotion to Argentina, and it's actually very big in Argentina right now. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I did know that. That yes. he had a connection, and because he was he was studying in Germany, and actually had seen the painting, hmm. and sort of uh, brought a postcard of it back with him to Argentina, and then at some point in time. Uh, sort of showed it to the folks and 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 started a, a devotion mm-hmm. uh, there in Argentina. So it's very popular in a lot of different places. Untangling knots in the land of the tango. <laughs> That's right. Exactly right. Seems a uh, never mind. We're not going to go into the tango. <laughs> not even going to talk about the tango on the Catholic Cafe. So um, let's kind of start with first, like what is the first of all? It's a novena. Yes. That's how most people will um, uh, invoke Our Lady, Undoer of Knots. And it's a rosary novena. And it's something like what I try to do, unless I'm doing a 33-day consecration, like right this month I'm actually I'm doing a renewal of my 33-day consecration, so I'm not doing an Our Lady, Undoer of Knots novena this month. But I try to do, and I work with my spiritual director, to select what's the knot. We can't fix everything in our life. We always ha- are going to have a bunch of things um, that we need to work on. And so mm. I work with my spiritual director, who's also my confessor, to let's zero in on what's the one thing that I really need to focus on. And uh, I do nine days of prayer with, and it's a rosary novena. So it's nine days of rosary. And then I conclude, and this is something that we sort of added, but I really advocate for it, um, that on the eighth or ninth day, you make an arrangement to come back to your confessor and and you 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 zap that knot in the confessional seeking some sacramental grace. Oh, there amen. That sounds well. good. So, I want to get into some a little more detail about what you do, Sam, what that novena is all about. Absolutely. But also kind of why you have such an attraction to it. Uh, sure. Uh, we're going to do that in just a second uh, so we have more to uh, to talk about with our Lady Undoer of Knots. 
Um, but before we uh, take a break, I do want to tell folks at home we've got a great website, thecatholiccafe.com. Also, I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email, deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. And like us on Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter. Like and share our posts and comment on them. It makes a difference. That's right. Listen to Sam. He knows what he's talking <laughs> he's about. Radioer and radio. Radio Sam. Yeah, exactly. Radio Ziggy. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You're Thanks. doing so good. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm Bess Drzezemski, and this is another great moment in church history. Tradition tells us that the parents of Mary, the mother of God, were named Joachim and Anne. Not much is known of the details of their lives, but they have become the focus of great admiration and veneration. This is most assuredly due to the fact that their daughter Mary was the humble virgin chosen by God to bring Jesus into the world, and an example for all Christians. One story tells us that after they were married, Saints Joachim and Anne greatly desired to have a family. They tried, however, for many years to conceive. It was thought that Saint Anne was barren. Things looked hopeless. They did not lose their faith, however. They prayed continually to God for the blessing of a child. One night, an angel appeared and said that God had indeed heard them, and they would receive the child for which they so fervently prayed. On that very night, in thankfulness, St. Anne promised to dedicate her child to God. Not long after that, Mary was born. Many have wondered how the Church can honor as saints those whom we know little about. In the case of Saints Joachim and Anne, we need only look at their important role as the parents of Mary, the young girl who would freely offer herself in service to God and all mankind. Regardless of the details of their lives, we know that as parents in a good Jewish family, they would be responsible for Mary's upbringing. They were Mary's teachers. They fed her, nurtured her, encouraged her, and supported her even in the moment of accepting God's call to be the mother of God. It was their dedication to living a holy life that God used to serve as an example for Mary. In fact, what she learned from her parents, she most naturally would use in bringing up the child Jesus. And it was her parents' faith that laid the foundation for Mary's consolation and acceptance of God's will at the foot of her son's cross. Saints Joachim and Anne serve as an example for all married couples in bringing up their children to willingly accept the vocations to which they are called in service to God. As early as the 4th century, a church was built by St. Helena, mother of Constantine, on the site where the sainted couple lived in Jerusalem. Saints Joachim and Anne are often depicted in artwork holding Mary and teaching her to read from the sacred scriptures. Their feast day is celebrated by the Universal Church on July 26th. I'm Bess Trzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. It's deja vu all over again. I'm Deacon Jeff sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe, sitting here with Tom Dorian and Ziggy Rodriguez. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Who are just trying to figure out what to say. Uh, I'm so happy that they're here. And uh, we're talking about um, this devotion to Our Lady of Undoer of Knots. And what a powerful devotion it can be because, well, there's a lot of knots. 
There are a lot of nuts. Right, in the world. Uh, and there are also a lot of nuts in the world, you know. <laughs> Myself I, included. A lot of what, knots in ourselves. Yeah, exactly. We are all knotted up. I mean, I just, I think about all the things, and you'd we'd gone through a little bit of a list of things, that, but it's just the... The, the stresses in life, the busyness, and there are there are griefs, there are, you know, and as we age, we start to know more and more people that either pass away or go through very difficult times. Why, Lord, why them? And we experience the same things. Uh, you know, we've got friends at our parish who are, you know, in stage four of this and who are experiencing mm-hmm. that and whose kids have done that and, and all this stuff. And it's like you look around and you go like, man, there are a lot of knots. There are. Uh, and it's not just those people that are doing these things out there as you rightly point out tom it's it's we have knots in ourselves mm-hmm. how we deal with all those stresses how we deal with others right right things we can't let go of even if we don't want to admit it to ourselves you know just the fault that we have or the 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 fact that we're knee deep in all of this stuff well, it's interesting that you're zeroing in also on the relational aspects because I've definitely, you know, I, I, this is a regular devotion for me. Uh, when I say that, I mean, you know, at, at most once a month, you know. Um, but when I zero in on a knot, a lot of times uh, there it's it's a relationship where there are knots, and yeah. I know in my heart that there's stuff that I need to fix. It's easier to see what the other person's doing wrong. You know so, what I mean? So but, let's let's talk about that because sure. now, so how do you know that? How do you figure those out? I mean you you mentioned before having a spiritual director confessor. Yes, yes. And so that <clears throat> that for me is huge. I don't undertake the knots without checking in with my spiritual director and I, I have a regular confessor that I go to as well. And that's a huge help. Both because I've got someone else looking at my spiritual life and giving me advice on what I really need to focus on. Oh, heck, I can look at you and tell you your problems. <laughs> <laughs> Fair just enough. kidding. No, no. No, no. Just kidding. But, but We're then, all good at that, right? Then the other, the other thing is the power of the confessional. You know, the power of sacramental grace. Uh, Our Lady can really work powerfully uh, at, within that context uh, to help really undo that knot in a deep way. We here at the Catholic Cafe love confession. We talk about it all the time, don't we, Tom? We sponsor it. We absolutely do. In fact, we, if you've just gone to confession, if you can bring us some kind of like a picture of the confessional or whatever, we'll give you a free chocolate donut. That's so right. we're really big encouragers of confession. Look for, our, look for our logo outside every confessional. <laughs> There'll be a donut coupon there. Um, so, so here's the thing. Uh, now, um, and I was joking about being able to look at somebody, tell them their, you know, all their problems, their sins. It's important. To, I mean, a lot of people don't have a spiritual director. Well, that's true. And I'd be important. so lost if I didn't have one. I've had one since 2011, and I, and you go through all the ups and downs of life, you know, during the course of, of nine years. Uh, you know, personal triumphs and tragedies. And he's only ten years old. This is amazing. <laughs> you know how much trouble he's had in those. But, but moments of dryness, moments of, of great consolation, all, you know, there's a lot that can happen in that period of time. Yeah. And, but having somebody walk with you in those times, the and it's good also and the good, bad. It's also oh. good to have a, uh, a spiritual director who's also your confessor because then you get the, the double whammy. You get the double benefit of having someone who has that second set of eyes that's going to help you out, mm-hmm. right? And they're spiritually tuned in to who you are, right? They get to know you. Uh, and then also they can offer you that that direct avenue access to divine uh, supernatural grace. Oh yeah, well, and it's one of those things too. I think it's really powerful having the same confessor. You know, I've definitely been there where it's like, oh, man, I don't want to really go back. I want to just go to a church where no one knows me, and I want to go behind the veil, right. and I want to be in and be out. But if you really are wanting to deal with those things deeply, 
it's going to take, you know, it's a long journey. And having somebody that you build a confessor, a that you build a relationship yeah. with, it's so helpful. Yeah, for those who want to go deeper, those who are like thinking like, well, I'm kind of doing the confession thing and, you know, and I'm kind of just kind of staying here. I'm right at the outskirts. And if you want to dive in, a spiritual director, confessor, that's a wonderful way to do that. But also this devotion to Our Lady Undoer of Knots is beautiful. And so um, you do the, the novena. Yes. Right, which is novena, we know, is nine, right? So it's it's nine days of rosaries where it's a little different because there's a meditation that's added to the rosary. Well, it begins, actually, and this is one of my favorite parts, is with a uh, an examination of conscience, and uh, I, which I think is very powerful. You just set aside a little bit of time before you begin the rosary. Uh, to really look at where you are, you know, in your spiritual life, and especially, you know, with regard to that particular knot, whatever it might be, then you do an act of contrition, then you start your uh, rosary, and then after the third mystery, there's a prayer that changes from day to day, right? And then at the end of the rosary, you have uh, a prayer that you say each day. But during the course of each decade, as you're meditating, I have found that Our Lady uses those mysteries to help build you up in a changed perspective with regard to why that knot's really there you know how it got into your life in the first time at first place so to an extent you're what you're doing is you're also allowing yourself uh nine days of prayer and meditation on that particular sin or struggle or relationship in your in your life and being intentional about that and that is powerful in itself you're getting to the end of the knot and the knot just won't go away it's still there Oh, I've had to bring the same knot uh, back in, you know, before. But so did you retie the knot? I mean, I, I, was, I'm I, I guess you know, so. I don't know how else to say it. But essentially, was it was it like was it because you you never really dealt with it, or or that it's, it's a habitual, or or some kind of like I know people uh, will have will struggle with with anger, yeah. you know, and and and. That anger doesn't always just go away. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with getting to the root of this, a particular sin. Like, you might have one particular sin. I know I've dealt with this in my life. I've got one particular sin that I'm focused on. Of Gosh, I hate that being in my life. And maybe there's shame attached to it. There's frustration with yourself attached to it and saying, gosh, if I just didn't have this one thing in my life, I'd be so much better. What we're not seeing is that the thing that gave rise to that one sin or attachment in your life there's a thousand other things under it that helped contribute yeah. to giving rise to it. And so part of it is, you know, I might have started with this particular sin and I might walk away from it still struggling with it, mm-hmm. but I've got a deeper perspective through those nine days of prayer and also so through seeking Jesus' uh, voice in the confessional of having a deeper perspective of why it's really there. You know, St. Therese of Lisieux said that the hardest form of humility is being patient with your own defects. Mm-hmm. And the Our Lady Endure of Knots, especially if you do it as a regular devotion, really draws you into that space. Oh, awesome. And the other thing is, I would imagine that a lot of times, you, you, t- you talk about how beautiful it is to have a spiritual director or confessor, and I agree with you. But also sometimes, and, and what's, what's good about that is you're actually um, allowing something outside of you to help you interiorly. So a lot of times, this whole idea of, of, of entrusting ourselves to the care of Our Lady, yes, right, a mother who loves us, is actually a very positive thing that uh, we can allow her. She's the one that does the untying, right, right. the undoing. She's the one that actually, and, and there can be some therapeutic aspects to all this stuff, and we can, we can go into some self-discovery, and we can realize some things that, that will benefit us, but essentially, she's doing that untangling stuff, mm-hmm. right, and, 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 but it requires us to allow her. 
Yes. Right? yes. It requires us to have a, a certain amount of faith um, in the process. Well, and so you're saying stick with it. And that's one of the reasons why it's a it's a nine day novena. Well, she's not. Yeah, she's she just like our Lord Jesus, our, our our most holy Trinity, very respectful of our freedom. But if you give her the authority over this particular knot, whatever it is, whether it's a sin, a relationship, whatever it is, you, you you're entrusting to her care and to her authority, the 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 authority to use everything at her disposal to help undo that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, if you want more information about this, like I'll repeat these websites, theholyrosary.org has a little section, and they pull some stuff uh, from maryundoerofknots.com. You might also hear this um, uh, devotion referred to as Untire of Knots, Our Lady Untire of Knots. It's all the same. It's the same devotion, uh, and it's a beautiful opportunity, and we live in a naughty, naughty world. (laughs) 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 Right? (laughs) We're, We're on the naughty list. Uh, far too far too often and and I just want to make sure that uh, people understand that that Jesus loves us, he loves us as we are, he loves who we are, he knows us, and all we have to do is avail ourselves of the opportunity, avail ourselves of the graces that are there for us, um, the eternal graces and the infinite graces that that have 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 poured out upon us um, and to, to utilize. Uh, the gift of his mother to the church, to the world, essentially as a mom who's always going to love us, who's always going to be there to kind of straighten things out. When I get the knots in my shoelaces, mom can always sit there and figure all that stuff out. Um, What I want to do is we're going to end with the prayer that's so beautiful that comes to us from this beautiful devotion. Virgin Mary, mother of fair love, mother who never refuses to come to the aid of a child in need, Mother whose hands never cease to serve your beloved children because they are moved by the divine love and immense mercy that exists in your heart. Cast your compassionate eyes upon me and see the snarl of knots that exist in my life. You know very well how desperate I am, my pain, and how I am bound by these knots. Mary, mother to whom God entrusted the undoing of the knots in the lives of his children, I entrust into your hands the ribbon of my life. No one, not even the evil one himself, can take it away from your precious care. In your hands, there is no knot that cannot be undone. Powerful Mother, by your grace and intercessory power, with your Son and my liberator, Jesus, take into your hands today this knot. I beg you to undo it for the glory of God once and for all. You are my hope. O my Lady, you are the only consolation God gives me, the fortification of my feeble strength, the enrichment of my destitution, and with Christ the freedom from my chains. Hear my plea. Keep me. Guide me. Protect me, O safe refuge. Mary, undoer of knots, pray for me. Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. Visit us on the web at thecatholiccafe.com. You can also find us on iTunes or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe, serving up salvation one cup of coffee at a time.